Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota on Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington. Home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com. You're listening to Chicken Ann on Finance. Willing the good of Did you call your mom on Mother's Day? Tweeting her? Texting her? Facebooking her, none of that counts. Make sure that you picked up the phone and made the call. And then also Dow futures are moving on Trump, easing some trade war fears. You're listening to Chuck and Anna Finance brought to you by IIE Financial. IIE Financial willing the good of another. Visit us online, IIEFinancial.com. Call the offices today, 832-953-4998. That's 832-953-4998. I am your host, Chuck Fulkerson, glad you're able to join us today. I am, uh, I am joined by the esteemed, the esteemed mother of my children. Happy Mother's Day, belated. Thank you. It was a great Mother's Day. You nailed everything. Hashtag it was amazing. Nailed it. Hashtag nailed it. It was, it was fantastic. Well, no, 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 no. I didn't nail everything. You had five hours in the car. I mean, you were, you were driving on Mother's Day. I did. Yeah, we had to, uh, you weren't able to, to join us. We, we drove out to Baton Rouge for our niece slash goddaughter's recital. Uh, and I took one of our boys and you stayed home with the other one because you had your second game of the tournament. It was, it was our baseball tournament. And I got to tell you, because we fully expected to lose the first game I and did. you should have come with us, but did. then you didn't lose. <laughs> did. we, yeah, we, we were out of 10 teams. We were seated 10th. <laughs> Yeah, and nailed it. But and, and the second won. game didn't go so well. Yeah, huh? well, you know what? We would have won, except we went one, two, three out in the first inning. And the way that, you know, when you're, when you're playing with kids, they, the whole lineup gets a chance to bat. And normally you don't get three outs in an inning for a while. Like getting an out is, is harder than getting a run. And uh, nope, first inning, three up, and a vacuum three cleaner down. as a first baseman, huh? Yeah, yeah, he was a, that kid was good. Yeah, so, but driving back from Baton Rouge yesterday... You did the lawn. You did clean the entire house perfectly, spotlessly, top to bottom. Did the laundry. Made an amazing dinner. Had flowers and a margarita waiting for me. Well, it you was know, like you hit all like everything, and nothing could have been more perfect. Well, I appreciate that. It was it, amazing. Let's let's call it on the six year old. That was all his idea. <laughs> I swear. Well, then we've raised him correctly. Charlie goes. Um, <laughs> we should buy mommy uh, new pool toys. <laughs> that's what he said he said we should buy mommy new pool toys for mother's day <laughs> really charlie is that what she wants yeah she needs uh she needs a floaties for me <laughs> really is that how that works Dog that was toys. his that was his yeah so he needed he needed more pool toys great but the uh the the weekend was good i hope everybody had a great mother's day and i said at the beginning it doesn't you, you're not allowed to text your mom on mother's day you can't Facebook her. You can't tweet her. You got you to gotta actually pick up the phone and your finger should not do anything except hit the button that says call. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the rule, right? You, you know, no, uh, no. Hey, mom, I tried to call, but I, uh, I Facebooked you instead. 
I think you I think you're going to lose every time on that. <laughs> I would agree with that. So, well, we are it's Monday. We're starting to see, you know, Friday last week was our biggest uh, we had some some fairly nice gains overall in the market last week. Uh, you know, looking at the uh, the weekly performance of the S and P five hundred last week was our biggest week in a little a little over two and a half months. You know, ever since the ever since the market had those two weeks in a row in February, February uh, the end of January to the first week of February were two just just big big red candles uh, for those of you that look at charts like I talk about two big red weeks in a row ever since then we've we have for the last two and a half three well I guess four months now almost we've stayed within the range of really one of those two weeks um, we we have barely popped outside the range of one of those weeks uh, and that was only for a couple of days we basically stayed within the within the range of the week of the first week of February and have not come back to our all-time highs in the S&P but last yesterday was our biggest week in a little over two and a half months and we you know ended if I the could week inter- high if yeah. I could inter- interrupt for just a second I think this illustrates the point that gains are take much much longer to recoup after losses it's Absolutely. so much easier and that is that's a lesson for life too it takes a lifetime to build a reputation and a second to destroy it that's true and and when when we talk about the market you know going down and collapsing or 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 just having you know down days and stuff like that if you look at those two weeks it's been almost four months and we're still trading within the range of that second week right so it, it still hasn't cleared and and all that shakeout has has uh, you know has not really happened in the S and P. Now in the Nasdaq, it's a slightly different story. So in the Nasdaq, we did uh, get above that all time that January all time high. We got there in early March, and we're almost there again. It's not quite there yet, but it is closing in. So we are seeing the Nasdaq perform a little bit better. Uh, overall and and really a large part of what's driving that are you know back to the big back to the big tech stocks right i mean you've got your amazons of the world you've got your apples of the world that are you know back to all-time highs and continuing to to drive the market but you're not seeing a lot of that follow-through in some of the more bellwether uh, bellwether S&P stocks, right? Like, for example, Disney is 20% uh, off of its highs. GE is nowhere near uh, back to where its highs were. Matter of fact, GE is down around 14 bucks a share, uh, whereas earlier this year it was almost 20. Uh, and so you're not seeing a lot of the big name stocks that, that people are so used to seeing, right? I mean, uh, at Walmart's gone from 109 to 83 so far this year. So you're not seeing a lot of the big name uh, companies, those those big blue chippers, if you will, have the same gains that we're seeing in that we're seeing in technology. Uh, it's it's really being driven. And that's really why the Nasdaq is up so much more than the S&P is that your big your big stocks you know, your GEs, your IBMs, they are they're not exactly as high as the technology stocks. Matter of fact, they're mostly significantly lower. Uh, ExxonMobil, you know, is a is another example of that, that where you've got things that are a bit lower uh, than where they were earlier this year by enough of a margin that it's 
keeping the S&P underperforming relative to the NASDAQ. And would you attribute that to sector rotation that you've talked about before? You know, or? partially sector rotation is part of it, but typically the, 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 the technology stocks are going to lead that sector rotation uh, in, in a bullish market, right? As the market goes back up. I think what I would more attribute it to is the trade war fears are hitting the stocks that are more uh, reliant on international trade more than they are the stocks that that are not as reliant on international trade. I mean, let's face it, Apple is not really as reliant on international trade as Walmart is, right? Mm -hmm. Think about Walmart for a minute. Walmart has taken just a, a tumble this year as the stock has gone from uh, has gone from 109 to 83. And th this is in less than a year, right? This is in less than less than a few months. The stock's gone from 109 to 83. But think about Walmart for just a minute. Walmart's discount retail store, right? They're a, they're a store that you buy stuff cheap. Well, why do you why do you, why do you buy stuff cheap at Walmart? Well, because when you buy things at Walmart, where's most of it made? China. China. And there's a lot of trade war fears about what's happening on an international scale uh, with Chinese goods and services. And so now this isn't the, the main reason, but I think that there's a good opportunity. There's a good or, I'm sorry, not opportunity. There's a good possibility that retail investors are saying, you know what? If if these these tariffs really go through, Walmart's going to suffer. And there's a number of companies that are like that that are going to suffer more than than others. The other the other side is, is that Walmart and, and a lot of traditional companies are being replaced by some of these bigger tech names. So, you know, someone, a company like Apple, though, they do produce a lot of the components for the phones in China. And a lot of the components are precious metals um, that go into these phones. And so it it is affected by the trade wars, wouldn't you agree? But is it just because that the the price point of these products yeah. is such that they can raise them to account for whatever increase in production? The you know that right that, that, well, the that other, cost. The other side is is that they're hedging their they're hedging their overhead. So whereas there's no futures contracts, there's no futures contracts for Walmart to hedge plastic toys. Right. There's no there's no way to hedge the rising cost of plastic toys. You can't reg, you can't hedge the rising cost of fishing rods that are assembled in China. There's no way to there's no way to hedge that. Mm -hmm. However, if gold is a is, is a component that's being used inside of the circuit boards for the new iPhone or maybe palladium is. Apple can hedge the cost of those raw materials that are used in production through the use of futures contracts if need be. Okay. So there's more there's more mitigation potential uh, when you have raw materials that have futures that back them up. And that's the in my mind, the biggest difference. The biggest difference is the is the ability to mitigate the risks of rising prices. Uh, and the way you mitigate the risks of rising prices is through the use of futures contracts. Now, that's that's a little bit more in depth than I think a lot of people are used to. But because when you think about this from a global standpoint, a more holistic standpoint, you want to look at all of the influencing factors. And one of the big secrets uh, that a lot of people don't consider is that professional institutions and 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 frankly, even companies that use raw materials, what they're always looking to do is, how can I protect myself in the case of rising prices? Individual investors don't ever do that. 
They just it's just not something they do that they do. Now, Walmart hedges its hedges its risks on the grocery side of the business by utilizing pork belly futures and corn futures. And I'm sure all of those things. But on the the consumer goods, there's really no way to hedge against those rising prices. Well, aside everybody from raising knows yours. That, everybody knows that in a grocery store, the the upcharge on food is almost negligent. Right. The grocery stores are not making their money selling food. Right. And that's it. They want to, you know, Walmart Machines wants counterintuitive, to, but they don't. Walmart wants to get you in with the, with, with the price of almonds and then they sell you a leather jacket. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, uh, consider that when you're thinking about your own investment strategy is how do I hedge the risk of markets continuing to rise uh, as well as consumer prices continuing to rise and what's in your plan. And if you don't have a plan, give us a call. Let's see if we can help you out. 832-953-4998. Thanks so much for joining us today. And I will see you again soon. Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We want to help others, especially in places of strife, such as the Holy Land, where Christianity is dwindling by the day. But how to help? Here's an easy way. Buying products through the Holy Land gift shop. Every product you purchase at myfranciscan.org shop helps Christians support their families and stay in the Holy Land. Olive wood, embroidery, spices, and many more authentic products from the Holy Land are available right now at myfranciscan.org shop. The Holy Land Gift Shop, bringing the Holy Land home. Thank you for listening to Breadbox Media. Find more about us at breadboxmedia.com.